come from? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It came from outer space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The from outer space. It's going, and we're live. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's the podcast from outer space with your boy Rob Scott. We got Adam, a.k.a. Teabag, in the house tonight. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. And as always, it's Ryan Scott. Aloha, ladies and gentlemen, and happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays to all of our listeners out there. Uh, Figured we'd hop in the stew once again, drop episode 66 on you, and it's a continuation of the moon. Yes, we are on to part two of our moon series, and this is the good stuff, the truth, the mind-altering, consciousness-expanding. Now, I'm thinking this is a moon red pill, so to speak. Maybe the uh, dark side? Yes. Now, this all began in our prep-episode on Operation Paperclip and the beginnings of the space race or the ruse of the United States government to benefit themselves Followed by part one on the moon, where we talked about the Apollo program uh, uh, achieving its decade-long mission of putting man on the moon, or possibly how the government once again pulled a ruse on the public to gain superiority over the Soviets and win the Cold War. And um, spoiler alert, I think we were all in consensus that Apollo astronauts did land on the moon, correct? I believe so. If they did land on that moon. Now, in this episode, we are going to tell you why all of what you think and know about the moon is false. And we are going to get to the bottom of what is really going on on this moon. Or as Obi-Wan would say, that's that's no no moon. moon. So there is a... I just want to give a quick shout out to Buzz Aldrin, though, because I'm not trying to get punched in the face, you know, for saying these things on (laughs) air. Yeah, as we discussed last episode, <laughs> Buzz will straight up punch you in the face. Um, he doesn't fuck around with the moon and, and, I and think, conspiracies. And I think about it. Uh, Buzz Aldrin is is where um, is Ooh. where they got the idea for Buzz Macaulay Culkin's older brother in the film Home Alone. Oh, I thought you were thinking Buzz Lightyear. Well, that too. Well, now see, I was thinking uh, maybe Elton John, Sir Elton, got the clue for rocket man because buzz's girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) so uh so this episode there's really um a couple main theories that we're going to explore although the two main ones are going to be hollow moon and parked moon theory uh or i guess spaceship moon theory which is really all kind of similar um now the basics are what about sailor moon theory We gonna be getting into that at all? No, we did. I mean, unless you have something on Sailor Moon theory. Oh, I'm sure he does. No. <laughs> yeah, we, we we know you love anime, tentacle porn. Um, <laughs> also, so the basics of these theories are either a, the moon is a hollow sphere, and there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. You know, nobody really knows. Or b. The moon is artificial, may even be a spaceship or a probe of some type, uh, which was parked in orbit by perhaps an alien race thousands of years ago. Uh, Now, based on the research that I did, it seems that uh, most of the conspiracy theories under this umbrella stem from 
these two ideas, which, as you said, I mean, these are even very similar in their own right now. Have you guys ever heard of anything like this before? Hollow moon, moon base, green cheese moon, anything like that? What do we got? Green cheese? Sounds like right up Adam's alley. A little Fremunda cheese. Uh, the only thing I've ever even seen remotely resembling this was, of course, in another anime where they did use the moon as a base. Now, have you guys ever seen or heard of a regular-looking guy just walking around on the moon when you look through a telescope? Well, I think you <laughs> were, you're, conf- <laughs> <laughs> you're confusing that for a smudge on the lens. A smudge on the lens? It's a Rick and Morty reference, Adam. <laughs> Rick and Morty reference for you idiots out there. Now, I'm thinking... You should also just drop that clip in there when you're getting the Obi-Wan. No, we can't just pull clips from Star Wars and Rick and Morty, dude. We'll get Why ripped not? from the airwaves. Now, <laughs> it's a two-second clip. <laughs> now, what, uh, <laughs> what do we got? I mean, did you guys know about... Had you heard any of these theories before? Or what are the craziest theories you've heard about the moon, if any? It's a smudge on the telescope. <laughs> the moon itself is a smudge <laughs> that, on the lens? That's the craziest theory. <laughs> I mean, I know we're going to get to it later on in the outline, but I think the craziest one that I've heard is that aliens dropped it off, you know, millions like, of years ago to keep an eye on us. Like a yo-yo. I mean, possibly. I wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that a yo-yo move? Shoot the moon? <laughs> it is. Okay. So let's start off with some basics, all right? The moon. Emphasis on base. Yes, basics. Now, the moon <laughs> is an astronomical body that orbits Earth, and it is Mother Earth's only permanent natural satellite, measuring a whopping 2,160 miles around. Or maybe that's what they want you to think. Okay, so starting right off, do we agree that this is fact? Yes or no? Agree. So you're saying it's natural and that it was broken off from the earth billions of years ago. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a natural satellite measures 2,160 miles around. Do we agree with the basics? We got to establish a base level of agreement. I mean, we can agree to that. Okay. Sure. Now, Mother Earth's moon is the fifth largest natural satellite in our solar system and the largest among planetary satellites similar to the size of earth now as mainstream science would have it and thus a good deal of the population believes the moon is estimated to have formed around 4.51 billion years ago not too much longer after earth now just as a refresher in case you guys don't know big bang Estimated about 13.8 billion years ago. Earth formed about 4.5 billion years ago. So moon, 4.51. Collision with Earth? Maybe. Who can really tell? See, now you got my curiosity peaked. Not scientists. Now, are they teaching that this stuff? In... Too, yeah, I'm just saying that just sounds a little too conspicuous. Now, what sounds conspicuous about that? I mean, here's Earth and then boom. Uh, what's that, three-tenths of a billion years later, three-hundredths of a billion years later, here comes this moon out of nowhere? Well, no, they say, all right, all right, all right, we're getting to that quickly, but, uh, okay, so, (laughs) so that's like the basics, that's like what mainstream science, that's like their strongest theory as to how the moon came about. Now, upon getting to the moon with the Apollo missions, 
uh, and being able to study the moon, you know, put shit on there. Um, it's actually proven to be much more complicated and shrouded in mystery than science had originally estimated. So basically now one of the articles I was reading for research puts it this way. So I'm going to preface this episode with this in this episode. We are going to have to abandon the traditional paths of common sense. <laughs> and we got to kind of keep an open or as I like to say, expanded mind. Okay. So that's a little food for thought. Um, if you're, if you're tuning in. So I guess the first one would be parked moon theory. Uh, this will be the first one we get into. And again, you know, we got to get to some basics and this is kind of where you were going. Like, where does this shit come from? How did the moon form? Now, although this is still Just like Cotton Eye Joe, where did it come from? And where does he go? <laughs> now, <laughs> no, no, this is still like, keep in mind, this stuff is still debated because, I mean, let's be honest, guys. What does mainstream science ever agree on? Hardly anything. Hardly anything. So the most widely accepted explanation for the moon's formation we're going to call this hypothesis one. Now, this is due to debris left from a giant impact between Earth and a celestial body about the size of Mars, which has been dubbed Th Thea. Yeah. So Thea comes crashing into the Earth um, and then, boom, it like breaks off part of it, forms the moon. You know, I think there's like a cartoon on this. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think, put it up on Instagram. Now, there is new research based on moon rocks, which suggests that the moon may be much, much older than previously thought. Although we're not this, talking about those juicy J moon rocks either. We're talking about actual <laughs> rocks from the surface of the so-called moon. Yeah, not talking about weed and or methamphetamine, as Adam would have it. Now, <laughs> this does not necessarily discount the whole Thea hypothesis, um, but, you know, it brings it into severe questioning. Now, there's also hypothesis two. Moon was formed independently from the same cloud of dust and gas as the Earth and immediately became the Earth's natural satellite. But according to the study of samples brought back by the Apollo astronauts, lunar rock is not of the same composition as Earth's, so this theory is highly unlikely. Not of this world. Now, finally, we got a hypothesis three. That is that the moon was formed separately, far away from Earth, uh, hell, maybe even outside of our solar system, and the moon comes floating by Earth one day, and like the complexity of forces, gravity, actually very scientific, basically sucked the moon into the Earth's orbit. But hey, some scientists are saying a catch of this magnitude, the for the Earth to catch something of this size in its orbit and keep it there permanently, this is, is going to be virtually impossible. So all these hypotheses are virtually impossible. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is based on what so I've scientists are with. just making up bullshit hey, excuses because they don't really know what's going on. I mean, when you guys look really hard at scientists, we really don't know a lot. Don't even know about our own fucking moon. <laughs> now, uh, is that something we do? Do we just look at scientists? What do you mean? You have to look hard at them, though. Well, no, I mean science, like. Uh, <laughs> Like, oh, we could probably be scientists. Just basically say, we well, are. 
here's a I hypothesis, mean, to, to but we degree. really don't know. To some degree, we are. I want my own podcast lab coat. If you ask the Legion, they might say that we are. Amateur scientists. That's us. Scientists in training. That's us. Okay. So now, even scientists studying the origin of the universe today, as we were just talking about, have no acceptable theory to explain how the Earth-Moon system came into being. So, once again, guys, goes deeper and deeper. Now, let's get into some of these mysteries of the moon, as it were. Um, some moms. Yeah, so... It's not the first time this week Adam's gotten into some moms, I'll tell you that. Oh, it's a Big Bang thing. So we aren't sure how the moon got there, okay? Let's just table <laughs> that. Let's just table that for now, okay? We don't know how the moon got there. And no one does, apparently. Now let's take some. Uh, let's take a look at some of the other shit that science can't explain. So the layers. Now there's at least three distinct layers of rock on the surface of the moon. Um, but on the contrary of heavier rocks being found deeper, as is the case here on Earth, the heavier rocks on the moon are actually found on the surface. Little uh, flipperoo there. Hmm. So what are we thinking there? So the moon is like an onion, which is like an ogre. Well, it I wouldn't. Layers. <laughs> I mean, every, I think, celestial body has layers, but the moon's. Is like the opposite of what you would think occurs in nature. Like, you know, when you shake up the, the the water and sand and the heavier stuff goes to the bottom. You ever do that in science class? We were doing that this week. Yeah. So this is the reverse of that. Imagine if that happened in your science bottle. What would you say there? So like the Earth's brain has a thick candy shell. Or you're smoking too many moon rocks. Surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> uh, maybe that fucking meteor or whatever the fuck it was that hit earth hit it so fucking hard turned a chunk of the earth inside out that became the moon and there boom okay how do you like that hypothesis okay all right maybe take that to the national astronomy lab maybe i will now furthermore that's why they call him rob stone now furthermore astronomical studies indicate that the internal regions of the moon are less dense than the outer uh, given rise to the speculation that it could be hollow. Now, as famed scientist Carl Sagan said, a natural satellite cannot be a hollow object. So, therefore, the moon must be artificial. Hmm? So, we got a big old Death Star floating up there. So, question one. All right, question run, go, going off this rock theory and the shit we can't explain about the moon. If the moon and the earth formed at the same time, as is like the most plausible theory, how did the earth end up with all the iron? Because the moon doesn't have nearly as much. Now, question two would be if the moon is older than the earth, how did it form and how did it come to orbit the earth? Uh, so questions, 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 you know, and the mystery continues. Even the craters on the moon seem to be a mystery. Hmm. Now, science speculates they're either from lava eruptions long ago or meteors impacting the moon. So let's go with the latter as this is like the most, I guess, uh, what do you call it? Accepted version. It's meteor impacts. So basically, science agrees they aren't uh, lava or or like volcanic craters. Um, Although they did think this for a long time because they're all perfect circles. 
you know? So they're saying, you know, why if they're um, if they're from asteroids, they'd be coming at different angles. They'd be ovals. Some would be, you know, oblong. They wouldn't be perfect circles. So they got to be volcanic craters. Well, the reason why they discounted the theory on like perfect circles is because it's actually like, um, again, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he explained this on Rogan's podcast. It's like, um, you know, if the kinetic energy is higher than the energy holding the asteroid together, it just explodes on impact. So it's like if you throw a snowball at a wall, no matter what angle you throw it at, it's going to make a perfect circle. Um, but anyways. Okay. Well, also on that same topic, isn't it? I mean, I'm not a scientist here, obviously, but. Amateur, amateur. <laughs> there's no water on the moon that we know of, correct? Oh, well, we'll get there, my friend. But assuming that there is not water and that a meteor is just hitting pure rock that that we know is on the moon, don't you think like when, like, let's say a meteor impacts Earth, there's like a bunch of stuff to absorb that atmosphere as where it's like hitting the moon. It's just hitting straight up rock. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing as the snowball effect you were talking about well yeah yeah that's why they discounted the lava theory because they're saying oh no atmosphere so they're hitting it at a very high speed mm. blowing up on impact perfect circles but but th- the mystery here is depending on the size and speed of the meteor they should all have different impact depths correct they might especially as we said on the moon there, yes. there's no atmosphere to slow it down so you know bigger Meteor is going to go deeper, you know, uh, however, okay. So the mystery is however big the meteorites may have been, which have fallen on the moon. Some have been more than 60 miles in diameter. In some cases combined with speeds as much as 38 miles per second, the craters they have all left behind are for some unknown reason all around the same depth, 1.2 to two miles. Although the impact, um, zones i guess vary greatly in diameter so they're leaving these giant craters or small craters but all going about the same depth now why is this nobody knows i mean maybe this is I also mean, they can't even tell us why this motherfucker is floating around us right now so. <laughs> yeah again like i'm not, I'm not a, surprised that they can't tell us why there's all these holes on it i'm not a scientist but if the whole kinetic energy thing affects the perfect circle does it also affect the depth like if every one of these meteors um is just exploding on impact does it is that why it goes the same depth maybe they're all traveling at the same speed of when they impact Okay, but so, I, I don't think that holds no, that's up not, either yeah, because that's not it's the like case. every different meteor is probably going at a different speed, you know. Okay, so we'll table that one for now. Got a lot of stuff on the table so far, and it's not even Thanksgiving anymore. Now there's some who say <laughs> the moon itself is impossible as a natural occurrence. So as the moon is in a synchronous rotation with Earth, do you guys know what this is? You tracking? You tracking? Like that episode of Hey Arnold where they do the synchronized swimming? So a synchronous rotation, this means it always shows the same side to the Earth. Um, that is why there's a permanent dark side of the moon. Um, Shout out to Pink Floyd. Now, Earth's moon is the only natural satellite that we know of to have this type of orbit. So we've never found any other moon out there that orbits this way. That's wild. Now, furthermore, pretty much every other natural satellite in our solar system 
orbit on the plane of their planet's equator, while the moon's orbit is tilted by 6.7 degrees to the Earth's equator. So, again, why, why is this? Now, again, let's just table that stuff for now because science can't explain it. So us three sure as hell aren't going to be able to explain it. <laughs> you think it has to do with uh, the fact that most of the other planets are rock or gas instead of like a mixture of both? Well, there are there's planets similar to Earth, you know. Mm, what are they? Uh, don't they say like uh, Venus <laughs> or, or Uranus or something is like similar? It's just the atmosphere is a lot different. Mm. I mean, there's only isn't like Jupiter. I'm pretty sure Venus is more gas than Earth, though. Okay, and so Jupiter it's, is a, a gas giant. So we it's ever clear, studied that one in school. Clear, we don't know a lot about astronomy. Uh, I used to teach it, motherfucker. <laughs> that was at scout camp where you also smoked weed for the first time we all did <laughs> so okay so we can't explain this shit right so let's just say all right we don't know how it was made uh why it's got a weird orbit um so let's just say the precise. We basically, don't know anything <laughs> yeah, about it. So let's just say the precise orbit combined with the synchronous rotation is just a coincidence. Is it also a coincidence that the moon is exactly the right distance and exactly the right size, with the moon being two thousand one hundred sixty miles and the sun being eight hundred sixty four thousand miles around to completely eclipse the sun? Hmm. Around its already odd orbit? How do we explain this? Is that another coincidence? Do we know that for sure? Well, yes. When the moon goes in front of the sun, it completely blocks it out. You've seen an eclipse, correct? I'm just saying, do we know that that distance is right? Or are we just trusting Buzz Aldrin's fucking measurements? Well, we are going with that, yes, because we <laughs> said the, the Apollo astronauts landed on the moon. Now... Maybe their uh, measuring tools got a little fucked up up there. Well, what does the measuring tools have to do with it? You can see that it clearly (laughs) blocks out the sun. It doesn't matter what they say the measurements are. The moon completely eclipses the sun. So I got an explanation. The moon is an artificial satellite purposely put into orbit around the Earth by some intelligent beings who remain unknown. In other words, it is too perfect and someone or something had to put it there. Now, what are we thinking about this? As Drake would say, God's plan. (laughs) You're on the fake moon theory now? You're you're buying into that one? Hey, I'm not I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just asking what you guys think about it, given the evidence at hand and given what we don't know about the moon and given how perfect it all seems. Maybe God just made the moon perfect and not us. Okay, so we're going back to God. Can't explain it. Let's just chalk it up to God. Maybe. Sounds like everything else in this episode. <laughs> okay, now, now let's. All right, now speaking of natural occurrences, in the 1970s, using equipment left by the Apollo astronauts, NASA was able to detect a wind of water. The fuck does that mean? Well, they call it this because water. <laughs> A whole wind of water? So, like, rain? No, no, no. So, the moon doesn't have an atmosphere. So, when water... According to NASA. So, say you, like, 
water gets on the moon, it vaporizes instantly, becomes similar to wind here on Earth. Got it. Yo, is that like when it's so cold? Yes, and they like in Chicago. <laughs> when they throw the yeah, water you out, throw the hot water into the and, air, and, and you see the yeah, cloud. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's that. like that, and it's yeah. not cold enough, so it just burns your face off. So scientists say that this wind water was due to a moon quake, and the water came from inside the moon's surface. Now, even further findings showed that these moon quakes occurred like clockwork. And the fluctuations on each occasion were the same. Now, that is impossible for natural conditions, which would be random. They would fluctuate by a little bit, you know. And these moon quakes were same time, same uh, length of time, every time. Now, now, what, what are you thinking here? This is impossible, right? Impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> A lot of Star Wars references tonight. So this is impossible, uh, you know, unless the the moon has some sort of rocket boosters disguised Mm. as moonquakes in order to keep it in place. Am I right? Now, what was it that was recording these? Now, this was a, uh, I I believe it was some sort of seismic, uh, what what do you call it to record earthquakes? Like Richter scale? Seismic um, equipment? They just left it up there? Well, they put it up there to purposely measure the moon like they do here on Earth. So how do they know their equipment didn't get fucked up? Well, I mean, it's it's sending them it signals back. Yeah. <laughs> what yep. else would... What, like, what? what if some aliens went up there and just started fucking around on the moon? They can't see it. They're just getting these readings. <laughs> that would be a bigger story than the fucking <laughs> water moon quake. <laughs> Hey, uh, Houston, <laughs> looks like some aliens are fucking with the, the seismic fucking readings. Hey, man, I got no video uh, evidence of a fucking moonquake. Do you? Uh, okay, okay, okay. So show me the fucking proof. So part- You got a fucking seismic reading? <laughs> I could draw that myself. So you're thinking this is, again, NASA uh, pulling the... Yeah, I think, it's, I think they're completely bullshitting the public. Okay, so you believe that they went to the moon, but then they lied about a seismic tool that they put on the moon? Yes. <laughs> and why would they do not, that? Maybe not lying about it, but maybe it's just fucked up and they don't know how to explain it, so they're just spouting off some bullshit. Well, they have an explanation, which we will get into. They don't have an explanation for how the moon was formed, but they can record a fucking moonquake. Exactly. I mean, that's not too hard because... Or is it? Nobody was around when the moon was formed. They can put a thing there to measure a fucking moonquake. It's there. I'm not buying it. Okay, so Rob is in the camp of that NASA has only faked the moonquakes, but nothing else. Now, what are you thinking, T-Bag? Oh, I didn't say nothing else. Now, what are you thinking with this parked moon theory, T-Bag? So keep going, man, because you got me hooked right now. Well, I, I want to know There's what you think. That, that's the theory. There's no explanation. The moon's too perfect to uh, to occur naturally, people say. And it has on-the-spot fucking moonquakes every two hours. That's what we're saying? That's Going what NASA's saying. Like a goddamn alarm clock. <clears throat> Set your watch to it, huh? Nah, see, that that wigs me out. I don't, I don't know about these moonquakes, man. That's got to be something else. So you're thinking maybe some sort of rocket booster spaceship theory. 
maybe whatever's in that hollow moon is uh, fucking around every hour on the hour. <laughs> it's like your neighbors. Okay, okay. So so we can't really explain that theory, but that's what we got. Now, now this plays <laughs> right into our next theory, which is hollow moon conspiracy. Now, there's a bunch of stuff with this one, as we said up top, a bunch of branches off of this theory, each one changing small details. Uh, similar to Roswell is what I've come to gather. Uh, you know how that kind of branched off, made a schism, made its own theories. Um, Hollow Moon is around the same thing. Uh, but, you know, who's coming up with this stuff? And does it hold any water? That's what we want to know, right? Well, no, because there's no atmosphere on the moon. We just established this. Who is coming up with these theories? So Hollow Moon theory, this goes back pretty far. Uh, there's early sci-fi works that write about this type of shit. There's even a whole Hollow Earth theory, which we discussed uh, previously on Mount Shasta and Antarctica episodes. Um, go give those a listen if you haven't already. Now, these go back to about the 1600s or 17th century. These go hand in hand with the uh, hollow earth theory. So if the earth's hollow, the moon's hollow too. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's similar. <clears throat> it's a similar vein of that. Uh, now, there is some jelly in this donut. What I about flat moon theory? Have we discussed that? Well, is that a theory? <laughs> <laughs> flat earth, flat moon. <laughs> But if the earth is flat, wouldn't the moon just be like a fake projection or something? Yeah, it's flat. It's just up in the sky. Oh, so everything is flat. It's like Mario <laughs> yeah. world where you're like jumping Mar to just Paper flat. Mario, maybe <laughs> yeah. you're familiar. Uh, so, okay. I mean, uh, on Hollow Moon, there actually is some, there's some, there's some jelly in this donut. There's some evidence here. Now, the strongest evidence for this case is experiments done by the Apollo missions back in the late 60s. So you know they're real. So they go up there. Again, they place these seismic sensors on the moon, which Rob is convinced are fake. Now, NASA can measure activity. fake, just not accurate. Okay. So NASA can measure the activity on the surface just like we do here on Earth. Now, a piece of, lunar, of the lunar module, because you know like the lunar module, they use pieces of it. It breaks off like the, like the Tesla Falcon uh, 9 rocket or whatever, right? <laughs> They're just making up names. No, you know, what was it called? Tesla Falcon Heavy? Falcon 9? Dude, it was Falcon something. He named it after the Millennium Falcon. Okay. And you know how, like, when a rocket that goes... that he just made? You know how then the rocket goes, it, like, breaks off? Yes. Stages? Okay. We're familiar. So a piece of the lunar module goes crashing down to the moon's surface after it was used. Now, this caused massive reverberations, um, and NASA said this was like the ringing of a bell. Now, let's just rewind the track a little bit. And from my, from what I read and watched in some videos this week, I heard that that was not an accident, that they wanted to crash this shit into the moon just so they could see Get what Get a seismic the, uh, reading? Just so they could see what the impact would be like. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it was an accident. I'm just saying like, that's... We can't figure out these fucking meteor impacts. Let's just throw some shit at it. Yeah. And see what happens then. I mean, that's what happens when they use a lunar module. They just send it crashing back down to Earth. I mean, it's just like here when the shit comes crashing down, it goes in the Pacific Ocean. That's why Tesla's so big on like re like getting them to land back so he can like recycle them, right? Yes. So these ones, they're just going mm. crashing down. They measure it on the moon, rings like a bell, and each time the experiment was repeated on future missions, the moon would quote-unquote ring 
sometimes for several hours. That's uh, Apollo 13, correct? I am not sure which missions those were. I just heard late 60s. Now, this is obviously a very different result than would happen here on Earth, correct? Right, you are. Now, a lot of people... A lot of people chalk this up to the idea that the moon must have a hollow interior. I mean, what else would cause these reverberations? Now, of course, our good friends over here at NASA, Rob, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, they would have us believe this whole Bell story is basically a misunderstood analogy rather than being a more literal description of the reaction. An analogy? Yeah, they're just saying, you know, we didn't mean a literal bell, guys. Come on. Now, NASA does acknowledge the unusual nature. Like the bell didn't get wrong. Yeah. Well, let's just go back to what we were talking about earlier with the meteor impacts. And, you know, you drop something on Earth, pretty much most likely going to hit some fucking water. Mm-hmm. But if we're saying that the moon may not have water and you throw something at it, it's like hitting a fucking big-ass rock. But is a rock a bell? But I mean, I just think that those reverberations are going to, like when you throw something at that, it's going to, since there's no fucking atmosphere there, it's not getting absorbed by anything. Like the atmosphere and the water here kind of absorb that kind of shit, that sound, you know what I mean? So you throw a rock at the wall, you go, oh my God, is that a bell? Maybe if there's no atmosphere, it'd be a different <laughs> fucking reaction, genius. <laughs> so rocks are just like tuning forks on the moon? Possibly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, are, you, are you buying everything that NASA's selling? I am. So far, I'm saying, hey, NASA landed on the moon. They put these seismic things there. They found this weird fucking water coming from inside the moon, possibly boosters. Wind it's water. It's ringing like a bell. Okay. Now, Wind, wind water. Now, NASA does acknowledge the unusual nature of moonquakes and the fact that smaller quakes tend to last much longer than those here on Earth. So the moon has earthquakes just like on Earth, but smaller ones last way longer on the moon because possibly hollow, right? Ringing like a bell. Ringing like a bell. Um, So, I mean, bottom line. Wouldn't the moon have to have like plates and shit. I don't know how deep that goes. I'm not a scientist. We've acknowledged that. When there need to be like plates and stuff, so it couldn't be hollow if these were real earthquakes. Now I'm on your side here, Rob. Thank you. What are you saying? Saying he's saying if he's saying if there's a a moonquake happening, wouldn't it need to be similar to the structure of Earth in that there's something inside of it causing these quakes to happen? Um, yeah, aliens turning on their boosters. <laughs> their boosters in the fucking moon would be moving around, dude. It's flat. We already discussed this. So flat you moon. think the moon is flat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Shout out to all those flat earthers out there. All right. I mean, I mean, bottom line here, nobody knows what the fuck is going on with the moon. I'm just um, throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. Yeah. Bottom line, nobody knows what the hell is going on with the moon. This is just another interesting piece to the puzzle of the moon. Am I right? Maybe. I don't know if anyone's right when it comes to the moon. Now, Adam, what were you saying? I feel like you were talking for a while. Like, should I re-say <laughs> that? My fault. I was just saying Rob started his own cult. 
flat mooners. Yeah, we're good. shirts coming soon. All right, within the next year. You should make some booty shorts. Flat moon. Flat moon. <laughs> Jesus Christ on the cross. <laughs> all right. <laughs> do we do we want to get to some theories, some explanations? Start explaining this stuff. Because there's a lot of them. Let's do it up. Do so it up. No, do it so, up. okay. First up, we got uh, this one comes from our old buddy. You guys might have remembered him, uh, Mr. David Ike himself. Oh. Reptilians. Check out that episode. One of our top three streamed episodes, according to Spotify 2019 info that I got back. That's cool. That's good to wow. know. So, People care about those reptilians. Yeah. So, so Ike claims, uh, going off evidence that he's gathered, that the moon is actually a hollowed-out planetoid space station used for mind control by none other than the shape-shifting lizard race in order to control human perception and blind us from certain people or events they wish to keep secret. So, mind control hollow moon. So, that's what an eclipse is. They're trying to hide something from us when there's an eclipse. Yes. Got it. Mm. They're trying to distract us by making us look at the moon while whatever they're trying to hide is going on. Yeah. I mean, we saw like Makes everybody sense. looks at the eclipse. We saw Trump staring at the sun with, with uh, his bare eyes. And that's because he's a reptile. <coughs> so mind control hollow moon. We, we thinking that's a possible reptilians up there in the moon uh, kind of monitoring us, you know. Sounds about as real as a moonquake to me. Okay, so not buying that one. All right, let's go. I'll take a bite of that pizza. So you're thinking possible? Eh, I'm not going to rule it out yet. Yeah, I'm open-minded. That's that's the whole point of this episode, right? Yeah, I mean, nobody said it wasn't a um, reptilian base, you know? No scientists out there saying mm. it's not. So, all right, so, so let's say you're not buying that one. Well, let's tweak that just a little bit. Um, let's say there is an alien civilization within the moon. Now, how do you think they'd react when NASA astronauts start ringing their goddamn house like a bell? We got Neil and Buzz up there saying, hey, aliens, ding dong, ring, ring. <laughs> you know, of, of course, they're going to be fucking like pissed off. Would you like to learn about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> yeah, the, so... Perhaps these space aliens put out a PSA to the major governments of the world and say, hey, don't like your kind around here. You're not from these parts, are you, boy? <laughs> now get in your lunar module and go on and get. Take your damn flag with you. <laughs> Stay out of here. So, you know, these aliens. Now, uh, now of course, NASA is not going to tell us. That this to avoid the mass hysteria, uh, they've suppressed the truth from the general population. But the aliens' message remains: nothing to see here. Move along, and you don't come back. Now, I mean, this also goes off the whole like press conference theory we talked about at the end of our last episode. Like they all look distraught. I mean, did you guys go watch the footage? I did not. That's great. No. That's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if you watch the footage of the astronauts doing their press conference, like we said, it could be just like jet lag, uh, moon lag. I mean, or... I've seen it before. I just didn't go rewatch it is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, wonderful, because you said you hadn't seen it on the last episode. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, so this is like... Maybe these guys were all shook up from those earthquake moonquakes. 
Well, I'm thinking maybe these aliens popped out and told them to fuck off and get out of here. And they're like, you know, NASA's like, all right, we're not telling anybody about this. Let's just say we went there, you know. Oh, and I'm an idiot for thinking that aliens are fucking with the seismic readings. But here you are saying they just told Buzz straight to his face to fuck off. The aliens? Yeah. I'm I'm just saying that's a possible theory, all right? No video of that either. He's He's saying they didn't answer the door, dude. (laughs) <laughs> now, according to several sources... Maybe the bell ringing is them saying, get the fuck out of here, take your stupid seismic reader with you. Now, according to several sources, color movie footage of an alien craft was shot by uh, Buzz Aldrin. Mm. Uh, now, the same sources claim the CIA took charge of the footage on Apollo 11's return to Earth, and even Neil Armstrong himself is reported to have been silenced on the matter. Uh, Though naturally, he has always publicly denied this, and Buzz Aldrin has gone as far to punch somebody in the face. Now, what are we thinking on this one? Well, we all know how responsible the government is with footage because they lose everything. Didn't we discuss that in the last episode? Yeah, so CIA probably took this footage and lost it. I don't see the Goodwin file anywhere down here. So what are we thinking of that? What what are we thinking of that one? Uh, are we thinking more likely the reptilian moon base or more likely the aliens told us the they live in the moon and to fuck off? I believe the alien one more than the uh, reptilian, if I'm being honest. I'm feeling like they didn't make... I, I, it's like when, you know, church people come and knock on your door. You're like, oh my God, don't enter the door. Don't enter the door. And you just wait for them to go away. That's what it's like. That's what the aliens did when we landed on the moon. (laughs) God damn it. They finally made it up here. (laughs) Hey, I mean, that's possible. Okay. So, okay. Well, all right, let's move on. Let's say you're not buying any of those theories. Let's say maybe you are. Adam said he's biting on the first. I said, let's say you're not. Let's say you are. (laughs) Which one is it? Maybe you're in both camps. Yeah. Well, we got the third one. Uh, now, this uh, UFO hunter Scott C. Waring, uh, who runs the blog UFO Sightings Daily, claimed to have found two photos in the NASA Image Archive in 2013 that have since strategically been deleted. Hmm. Now, he says... The evidence that NASA deleted this is not just a UFO, but is also 100% evidence that the moon is not real, but actually an alien space station. So according to him, the surface of the moon is covered in debris to disguise it as a natural celestial body. But in all of reality, it opens up like a gate and allows spaceships to enter in and out. Now, he also claims that there was or is an alien city on the dark side of the moon. Mm. We just can't see it. He also spends the dark his side. weekend eating mm. mushrooms and watching a lot of Fantasia. You, you, do you get it? Like it's on the dark side of the moon, so we can't see it. You see how that works? <laughs> Hello. It's on the dark side. You can't see it. Of course it is. It's not facing us. <laughs> it's the side not facing us. You can't ever see it. That's where the alien base is. Makes sense. Now, NASA, once again, coming in with a strong rebuttal. They say this is a simple case of pareidolia the fuck is that pareidolia 
Now, this is um, a psychological phenomenon where people see recognizable shapes in clouds, rock formations, or otherwise unrelated objects or data. That's why they deleted it. Got it. Now, going off of that theory. This, this is like looking at the clouds. Well, yeah. That's what, or like, you know, those ink blots that like um, psychiatrists make people look at? Rorschach uh, test. Is that what it's called? That's what we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Paradolia. Have you been to a psychiatrist lately, bud? Can you pass the Rorschach test? I'll let you know. I'll find out. <laughs> All right. This is my homework. Okay. Now, going off of that theory, um, there's claims made by Dr. Michael Sala, who works with the Chinese Space Agency in their goals of achieving a manned mission to the moon. Now, he says that there is currently bases on the moon as a result of the military-industrial-extraterrestrial complex, and even goes as far as claiming that NASA was actively bombing these bases, as well as ancient artifacts and facilities to cover up their existence. Uh, and playing into this theory was also Project Horizon. Now, beginning in 1959, Project Horizon was a study to determine if it would be possible to construct a scientific or military base on the moon. During this time period, the U.S. Department of the Army, Department of the Navy, and Department of the Air Force were in charge of the U.S. space program. And on June 8, 1959, the U.S. Army produced a report titled... Project Horizon, a U.S. Army study for the establishment of a lunar military outpost. Now, the project proposal read as follows. The lunar outpost is required to develop and protect potential United States interests on the moon, to develop techniques in moon-based surveillance of the Earth and space, and in communications relay, and in operations of the surface of the moon, to serve as a base for exploration of the moon, for further exploration in the space, and for military operations on the moon, if required, and to support scientific investigations on the moon. Now, this outpost was required for national security, quote, as soon as possible, and estimated to cost $6 billion U.S. dollars. Now, the project operational date with 12 soldiers was December 1966, but as far as we know, Project Horizon never progressed past its infancy and was rejected by President Dwight D. Eisenhower when the responsibility for America's space program was transferred to our buddies over at NASA. Son of a bitch. So what are we thinking here? I mean, okay, of course, <laughs> like when the government gets to the moon, first thing they got to do is put a military base there. You think this is possibly something they've got going on we just don't know about? Not if the aliens told them to fuck <clears throat> off already. They said, hey, we got an eye on things up here, all right? So why don't you get the fuck back to your little water planet? <laughs> but it, if they don't answer the door, that's going to piss the government off. Boom, they're going to blow that place up, take it over for them. I, I could buy into this one. I See, you're selling me on all these theories. This is what I've seen in cartoons, though. Is there's a military base on the moon. Okay, so we're thinking the base is probably most plausible. Which base? Yeah, there's exactly. Are base. we there's thinking there's an base. alien base? Maybe there's also a government base where we kind of have like a galactic federation type deal? Do you or, think if there was a government base, we would even know about it? That's what I just asked. I don't think there is, though. 
okay. I'm just saying. But it's like Area 51, but on the moon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a great place to hide it, considering nobody else has ever fucking got there. China's on its way, dude. And it's also, how are they going to get the tech back to Earth? So that really doesn't make too much sense, I guess. We need to bust out the telescopes and go investigate. Mm. Okay. So, again, are we not ruling that one out, or are we kind of tabling that? I'm tabling that one, personally. All right, now, all right, so let's get on to the next one. This is space. This is spaceship moon theory, which I guess all of these are, right? But I guess this is maybe the icing on the cake. Does that even make sense, that expression? <laughs> Not in this situation, I would say. <laughs> when would you use that? <laughs> what does that, that even mean? Like, this is like the best or worst thing that could have just happened. Okay. That's how I would use it. Icing on the cake is like coup de gras. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking this might be the coup de gras. Now, <laughs> spaceship moon theory. So this idea can be traced to two Soviet scientists, Mikhail Vasin and Alexander Sherbakov, uh, who wrote an article in the Soviet journal Sputnik <laughs> back in the 1970s. What? Is something funny? Sherbakov. Oh my God. So. In this article, they claim along the lines of parked moon theory that the moon is actually the creation of an alien race or civilization far more advanced than us who parked the moon in Earth's orbit long ago. So this alien race parks the moon here. And uh, if you believe the moon may be hollow, perhaps the moon is some type of generational spaceship like Alien Covenant or Interstellar, you know? Another episode we did, and you should check out if you haven't already. Now, I mean, you guys know about space travel, right? You bet your sweet ass we do. I've seen my fair share of Rick and Morty. Okay, so it takes hundreds, even thousands of years to travel between stars, so it makes sense they'd have a generational ship, right? Unless you're using the Falcon, probably so. Okay, or it even could be possible that uh, using this type of ship, an alien civilization has deposited numerous colonies in multiple star systems to observe primitive life as it develops. And we can't even tell what the fucking moon that orbits our planet is. Yeah, so maybe it's some type of like observational probe. Eye in the sky. Nanny can. Check out these fucking retards. Yeah, it's like if know what the, that this is fake. The moon is basically a giant baby monitor. These aliens are the scientists and we're just little like specks, dude. This this one's freaking me out, man. I got to go to bed after this and I'm going to have nightmares. Yeah, I mean, it's like think of it as like um I guess this is also similar to Ike's reptilian theory, like the moon is some type of observational tool that's just it's just one big game or or maybe simulation, so to speak. Mm. I mean, a simulation is a whole nother episode, but, you know, this goes back to our dilemma with uh, impact craters. You know, remember we said it's weird that uh, how the impact craters don't only go to a certain depth. Uh, even the largest craters are just as shallow as the smaller ones. Well, I think we got an answer here. Of course, the impact craters only go to a certain depth because there's clearly an impenetrable hole beneath the surface of the moon rock 
You know, this ship was designed to handle that stuff. It's a it's an observational probe. It's meant to be here for billions of years, observing us forming primitive life. And they decided to cover it in lunar rock. Well, yeah, or maybe like dust. You know, the moon's Space like dust? dusty, yeah. Dusty-ass moon. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> Now, it is also, like, going off this theory, it's interesting that some moon rocks have been discovered to be much older than rocks on Earth. Um, even though both, mm. even though science's strongest hypothesis is that they both formed around the same time period. I mean, if you want to take it back to, shout out to the Zulu Nation, they uh, actually have a story that tells... Of two brothers bringing the moon to our planets to give us the tides. That also plays into it. Now, now also, could that be brothers? Could that be aliens? They just didn't know what the fuck was going on. Or as Unarius, the cult out in El Cajon would have you mm. believe, the Space Brothers. Yeah. Now, okay. <laughs> now, are we going with the Zulu okay, brothers on this? So Zulu brothers put the moon in the sky. I was also reading some early, like there's like early Greek text or something of like a time before the moon. Also in the Zulu writings. Yeah. You familiar with this now? So maybe it is some type of thing that was put there. Boom. Then the flood happens. You ever heard of Noah's Ark? Mm. Boom. And then the moon it's all is making helping. Sense. Yeah, it's clicking. Yeah. Now, okay. So the rocks thing, you know, like they found... Uh, rocks that are way older than the earth on the moon now scientists strongest i guess rebuttal to this is that could be because earth is still geologically active you know on earth new rocks are being formed even today while old ones return into the magma deep in the earth you know so it's just some big old rock okay so big old dusty ass rock there? floating around what if something like even older than the moon and the earth crash into the moon or are we saying we're like confirmed like these rocks are the same material that's found on the moon you know what i'm saying so they brought back some moon rocks apollo mission they come they, they, they like carbon right. dated them and they're way older than any rock we found here on earth but they say well, the, yeah, the, what, I'm saying. what if something from like way out in older space that's older than the moon and the earth crash into the moon making one of these little craters oh okay okay and maybe no, that's one of the rocks moon. okay possible yeah like maybe it's just a, a, a asteroidal rock or some shit right uh, yeah unless it is like confirmed like hey this is i mean i, I don't know <laughs> exactly. i mean i think they would have a way to compare it to other moon rocks so i don't know if they would get that wrong right, you know because right. they've gotten so much else right about the moon Okay, now upon even further analysis... <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> All right, well, check this out. See if you got an answer for this, Columbo. Upon even <laughs> further analysis of lunar rocks, U.S. scientists found chromium, titanium, and zirconium in them. Now, these are all metals with mechanically strong anti-corrosive and refractory or heat resistance properties. So if, if a metal... If a material had to be devised to protect a giant artificial satellite like the moon from effects of temperature, cosmic radiation, mm. meteorites, these are the metals that would be ideal for that. It is also unclear why lunar rock is such an extraordinarily poor heat conductor. 
So from an engineer's point of view, this spaceship moon is virtually indestructible. It seems to be built that way. Oh, okay. It's got only one weak spot. And you have to fly an X-Wing in to get it. <laughs> that's a little... Uh, that's no bigger than a Womp Rat. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, uh, now of, okay, so of course proponents of hollow moon theory, they use all this as further proof that the moon was constructed elsewhere, brought here by an alien race. And so, so maybe it is a ship, you know, maybe it's stalled out here. Uh, everybody inside of it died off. Now it's just old hunk of junk sitting up there in orbit. ship broke down right outside Earth. Yeah, and now it's just a big <laughs> fucking uh, ship laying dormant, floating around. It's like a cosmic flying Dutchman. Uh, that's what the Soviets called it. And it's like a craft that was abandoned by its crew. Everybody jumped ship. It's the Red Baron of space. Well, the Red Baron was shot down and killed, so... Yeah, that's what you just said happened to the moon. No, I, it stalled out. <laughs> stalled out. Maybe it did get shot down and then got sucked into our fucking gravitational pull. Possible. Got covered in space dust. Ooh. So, you know, I mean, what are we thinking? Like, what what do you guys think so far? Like, the moon? What's up with that place? What are you, what are you guys <laughs> thinking based on the evidence at hand? I want to hear what you guys got to say. Well... Before we did this episode, I'm thinking, like, all right, it's just a fucking rock in space, man, floating there. I know it has something to do with tides. Maybe it's made of cheese. And I'm still hoping that's the case. It's just this rock floating there. But now, like, dude, if this is, like, alien, wow. I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. But now, now you have me convinced. Yeah, dude. So you're definitely thinking that it's some type of I'm going with, uh, alien? Yeah, dude, it's just like Alien. What's-her-face is going to go up there. Someone's going to wake up the whole hive, the whole colony. I'm not sleeping at night. Oh, Sigoyna Weaver. Sigoyna? <laughs> yeah, thank you. And there's going to be some chest busters coming out of there, you're thinking? Chest busters. Yeah. Okay, so the, actually yeah. that's like, uh, so you're thinking maybe it's a... Like an alien, it's like a dormant spaceship where there's all these eggs. Because, hey, maybe it was a generational spaceship, like we said. And boom, now it's fucking just these eggs waiting for somebody to come along, some poor sap, and get incubated and face raped. And then boom. Next thing you know, aliens yeah, are all over the they, damn planet. They're just waiting for the right time to strike. And, like, I, I didn't know that the whole synchronicity thing where we can only see the one. I never understood the whole dark side of the moon thing until now. Like that really blew my mind, dude. Yeah. And that's the only moon that we know to do that. And that's actually where the uh, entrance to yeah. that's where the entrance actually is, is on the dark side. That's why you just can't see it. <laughs> and that's where the base is as well. That's where all the aliens are partying at. That's why Pink Floyd wrote that album oh, yeah. about it. Because they went there and they saw it. They were partying on that side. <laughs> okay, Rob, what are we thinking so far? Well, I've concluded that no one knows anything about the moon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that the only substantial evidence is that there is some type of rock up there that contains a lot of metal. So I'm sticking with the old, it's just a big old rock floating up there orbiting the earth. Okay. Or maybe like... 
So maybe like the hollow stuff and the ringing stuff comes from like, I mean, there's caves here on Earth. Maybe there's just like crazy mm. cave systems all over the moon, right? Or like some well, there's type of... not, if you look at the uh, impact of the meteors. Well, I mean, it, they could be deeper than two miles because no impact yeah, crater... Yeah, could be doors. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting theory. So, you know, maybe some deep, deep caverns. Only thing hollow is those fucking barrels that it's making out in the ocean, boys. Okay, the moon's making the barrels. Yeah, now that's okay. <laughs> that, that that's going into my whole thing because going off this like too perfect stuff. Like it's like the moon is too perfect, and uh, there's no way. Like it's like the pyramids. We can't explain, so it has to be aliens. It's like you it's know a our cop out. You remember our Fermi paradox episode? Go on. Like That's uh, a no. <laughs> is that a no? Go on. A Fermi paradox. Like, why is there no other intel or any signs of intelligent life in the universe based on how many planets there are? And like, remember, I said I read that book, The Goldilocks Enigma, and Earth is yeah. in this Goldilocks zone, and it also has a Goldilocks moon. So it's like, of course, we developed because we're the. I mean. Earth is the only planet to, as we said, have a synchronous moon, have a moon that big, have a moon that like helps with the tides, which helps regulate the atmosphere, which served as like an incubator for us to develop. So it could just be like the chances of that happening are so, 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 so minuscule that of course we developed into intelligent life. And like that's why we're even here in the first place is because of this moon. Uh, this, believe it or not, played a big role in in helping us get here in the first place. All that type of shit, rainfall, the atmosphere. So we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for the moon. Shout out to the moon, dusty ass. <laughs> or it could be moon. the moon was designed to be serve as an incubator for earth there we go that's what i was waiting for this goes right back into a whole like monitoring system for us now that is like really one of the strongest theories i'm thinking because we got the ancient greeks writing about a time before the moon as rob said some zulu brothers some zulu brothers put the fucking moon here and then it's like you know we were able to develop into the intelligent beings we are. So the moon is a light bulb and we're just some fucking aliens terrarium. Yeah, exactly. And they're watching our every step, our every move. I just don't want to feel like a little ineffectual nothing. I mean, that's that's basically what we got. Really, um... Still don't know shit about it. Yeah, it's like the pyramids. I mean, we don't know what the fuck they are. You don't know what they, the fuck they are. Who gives a fuck? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people do. <laughs> Nobody knows where the fuck this thing even comes from. I mean, let's start there, science. Hey, science, let's get some answers. This is your fucking job. Let us science. know. <laughs> let us know science. where the fuck the moon even comes from. And then we can start diving into maybe who put it there. Am I right? I just find it very hard to believe that aliens just dropped a fucking moon in our lap and then that was it. What do you think? Moons are very hard to make? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. There's a lot of metal smithing that goes into it. It's very scientific. 
But they're just like, man, we'll just throw this one here and uh, be back in a couple bill. Well, see, okay, here's what I'm thinking. All right, as we talked about in the Fermi paradox, like we haven't even gotten like we haven't even gotten to Mars yet. They just threw it here, and they were then they're like, oh fuck, where do we put that moon? No, let me finish. <laughs> so we haven't even gotten to Mars yet. Let's say in there there is some other solar system where there's primitive life just like us. But maybe some type of, uh, what do you call them, the engineers, the people that created us. And uh, maybe there's some type of master alien race that's going around. <laughs> oh, here we go. No, I'm not even getting into Operation Paperclip stuff. There's maybe some type of master alien race that's going around to planets similar to Earth, dropping off these moons to help uh, incubate life. Because like we said, it, so helps there's a reg- bunch of them. it helps regulate the tides. So yeah, maybe there is some other moons with synchronous orbits that are all fucking weird that people can't explain because it's aliens saying, hey, this planet looks right. It's like they're planting seeds almost. The moon, Like a third grade science experiment for aliens. Yeah, like we're the seeds. The moon is like, I guess, our water or soil, you know? Mm, wind mm. water. And they're going around planting it, yeah. <laughs> maybe so- Maybe something like that. That's a plausible theory, right? I see it. I see it. Okay. Um, I mean, really, I mean, that's what we got, guys. I mean, there you have it. Um, the moon. We don't know how it formed, where it came from, or what the fuck it is. Uh, you know, next time you guys find yourself out on a clear night, just look up and wave. Because there's a little guy running around on there. Yeah. It's not just a smudge on the lens. I mean, what do we got for TLDL? Anything? Or or, or uh, it's basically just who knows? No, I think you summed it up perfectly. Science doesn't know anything. We don't know anything. We're just here talking. Okay, well. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, I mean, thanks for coming out. <laughs> if you guys do know what the fuck the moon is, let us know. Um, Guessing I, you don't. Yeah. That's probably why you're listening to this. Yeah, so... Uh, now, I want to cite uh, for this one, got a lot of the research for this one from exemplar.com, evidence the moon is hollow, uh, livescience.com, top moon conspiracies, mm. ancientcode.com, and is the moon the dot, 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 creation of intelligence? Uh, now, that was by the Russian gentleman from the Soviet journal Sputnik. I actually got a lot of the research from that original article. And um, also, whobuiltthemoon.com. Check that out um, for all your parked moon, fake moon theories. And I and mean, coming soon, flatmoon.com. Yes, and Rob's <laughs> brand new theory is groundbreaking. You heard it here first uh, Flat Moon. So Rob has started a group. He's maybe going to get an Instagram going, Flat Moon, prove me wrong. He's like, <laughs> what's the guy that does all those videos? Prove was, me wrong. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of that meme that says, change my mind. Yeah, yeah, like exactly like that. <laughs> there, you um, there you have it. That's I just mean, me with my coffee. Prove me wrong. Flat Moon. Yeah. I'm excited to see all these Flat Mooners out there. Yeah, we really got to get a stranglehold on the on the flat moon uh, game. Maybe we'll do a flat moon episode in the future. Yeah, we'll hang out with Kyrie Irving. <laughs> you know, all those other flat earthers out there. See what they think. Yeah, so there you have it, guys. Um, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, 
and a happy new year. See you guys next year. I mean, that's probably going to wrap it up for 2019 for us. Am I right? I think you are right. See you guys next decade, huh? Wow. Yeah, next decade. 2020, boys. You you ready for this one? It's going to be a good one. Yeah, 2019, hell of a year. We got some uh, got some good feedback, some good uh, some good raps from you guys. Um, thanks for the continued support, guys. And um, on that, 2020, year of the flat moon. <laughs> Go ahead and check out podcastfromouterspace.com. Grab yourself some merch, t-shirts, stickers. Um, as always, feel free to slide in those DMs on Instagram, podcast from outer space, or shoot us an old email, podcast from outer space at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening. Ryan said it. I'll say it again. Happy holidays to all you guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, can I just say, I would like to propose that we, we call ourselves scientists, helpers in training. Shit Um, or shit. <laughs> Isn't that good though? You can cut that out. I was just spitballing ideas. <laughs> now you want to call yourself shit? Because I am the shit. You guys seen Mandalorian yet? Only uh, oh, I've only seen the first three. Okay, maybe maybe we do a little review for the people. Uh, we also got Star Wars coming up uh, to tonight at midnight. You gonna go see it? I got. I need the closure. I gotta see it. Okay. Yeah. We got. We gotta see that. Maybe get it. Maybe we get back in here for the new year. Do a review. A little double review. Mandalorian. Uh, Star Wars. The the f- the final alleged final chapter. I was hoping we could do another <laughs> little uh, eight a.m. preview of it, like we did last time. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. Yes, as mentioned by my brothers my co-hosts my wonderful people happy holidays to everybody thank you for your continued support and so long and thanks for all the fish <laughs>